Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm back. The OG of Jets podcasting and blogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome to There's Always Next Year, the podcast on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. No Travis Milton today, but with me is the one and only Josh Conrad, who was flying all over the East Coast this weekend. You can find Josh at Josh underscore Conrad on Twitter. Uh, Josh, heck of a game yesterday from the Jets. Looked hello. pretty hello. Looked pretty rough, and then uh, they battled back to a twenty-four to twenty victory, which was uh, kind of surprising. I was in some some dark, desolate moments there in the in the third quarter and early fourth quarter. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, h- how do you feel about what we saw from from our Jets yesterday? Maybe from one Zach Wilson, and maybe let's start with the final drive because uh, that seemed to be the thing that cemented in yeah. everybody's memory, and then we can unpack all the other interesting and good things that happened during the day. Oh yeah. Listen, when you're a 500 football team, you're going to have quarters that look great and quarters that don't. We are a 500 football team podcast. <laughs> Come on now. We're, we're hey. back 500. It's hey, only baby. October. We're 500. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. After, after four games, we, we, we went two and two and two against the famed uh, AFC North. So I feel, yeah. I feel all right. We played the entire slate of our AFC North games came out mm-hmm. at 500 football. Uh, man, I, I feel, I feel really good. I feel energized. I feel there's a, there's a nice uh, crisp in the air here in new England. Mm-hmm. Uh, feels, feels like, feels like, feels like we're, we're headed for something here. I I'm, I am ecstatic to be two and two. Um, and that last drive, man, I could talk about it for, for hours. I feel like, in so many ways for so many guys on the field um, that was so crucial to have a two and a half minute drive come the full length of the field, punch in that touchdown with under 10 seconds to go um, secure a road victory. 
Um, my goodness, Bri, I could talk about it. I, could, I, I will go any direction you want to because I'm feeling good well, today. I, I think – I think what I was struggling with up until that final drive was, you know, Zach Wilson uh, had some great moments, had some great throws. And then, I mean, I don't think we can extract his play from what we saw from, you know, another retooled version of the offensive line yesterday. And Travis isn't here to talk specifically about that, but I mean, you know, at best it could be described as patchwork. Um, and there mm. are some good players, but they lose Max Mitchell during the day. Um, yeah. but then, you know, when you need it, when you're down three points, um, you know, with, you know, roughly, I don't know, was it three minutes or something? Yeah. Three thirty left when they, when they got the ball back, um, you know, to basically drive down the field uh, to complete every pass that you make on that drive, which was mm. you know impressive, uh, and then and then you know like he didn't score you know the game winning touchdown. Brees you know Brees Hall you know gets it across the two yard line, and he definitely leaned on Brees Hall during the and Michael Carter both um, you know for for that entire series and for the entirety of the game. Mm-hmm. But you know he knew like you could see him as he was playing. Uh, um, you know, leading into that, I'm, I'm not even talking about the last drive, but there were plays where there were like read option kind of, you know, run past plays and you watch him reading the play and you watch him release the ball to the running back. And, you know, Michael Carter runs for 15 to the left side or whatever. And you're just like, Oh baby. Yes. Like this is what we're looking for. Um, You know, there are some other throws that were not so great, but like on that last drive, he was flawless he commanded his offense. He wasn't trying to do more than he needed to necessarily. Um, you know, he, he right. took what the defense was giving him. And that's the sort of stuff that we need to see. I, I mean, I love the plays where he can, you know, float out to the to the right sideline and, you know, point downfield to his guy, and, you know, and throw up, yes. throw an insane right. rope. But at the same time, like, I'm happy when I see you know, him go to Corey Davis on a, on a slant or a post or something like that. And it just, you know, dimes it to him like, and gets mm-hmm. the yardage necessary. Like I am happy to see that. So do you, you um, remember, yeah. remember the, the scene from uh, the movie of our generation for sure. Uh, starring Will Smith called Hitch um, in which he mm-hmm. and Kevin James, Kevin James is showing him all of his dance moves and Hitch slaps him across the face and says, you live here now. And he just showed him like two arms, 90 degrees and step side to side. That's all you got to do. Just step side to side. And you don't got to, you don't got to make the pizza. You don't got to run the lawnmower. Just you, you live here now like that. Yesterday felt like that moment for Zach Wilson. He learned all I have to do is this. Like there's a couple third down throws on that drive that, you know, last year he'd be scrambling around like Kyler Murray trying to make 60 yard plays happen instead of eight yard plays happening. And so the, the couple of throws to Corey Davis, um, finding Michael Carter, who was wide open in the flat for his first down, mm-hmm. um, it just felt like he was in command, knew what was expected of him, um, and found his guys over the middle. Now, does some of that, obviously, do we benefit from, you know, T.J. Watt not being on the field? Of course, like that mm-hmm. guy is a game wrecker. Um, but, but you know, it's not like Minka Fitzpatrick wasn't out there. It's not like they didn't have Casey Hayward out there. So, like, there are guys on that defense that he was making plays against. And I was very... Very impressed. Very happy with him. 
Um, do I occasionally want to see him try to make the pizza like Kevin James? Um, of course yeah. I do, but I want to <laughs> win football games. And so I will take <laughs> the eight yard completions and just, yeah. just get the first down. Live in this box, my friend. Right. I feel like, I feel like Hitch got a hold of him this week. And yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I, I was really thrilled. Obviously, you know, like you mentioned, there's other throws throughout the game that third. Third quarter started to get messy. Kenny Pickett comes in, and it felt like, mm-hmm. oh, man, this is, this game's going to slip away. We were up 10-0 early, and this is just going to evaporate. It's going to feel like crap. But then to come back the way he did um, felt really good. Thanks for listening to Play Like a Jet. Just want to remind you that there's plenty of time for you to go over to prizepicks.com and make your daily fantasy entries on their player projections. This past Sunday, I recommended going with less than Mitch Trubisky's 214 projected yards. I also recommended going with more than Tyler Conklin's projected 27.5 yards. I was right on both of those. You may want to stick with Tyler Conklin this Sunday as the Jets get ready to welcome the Miami Dolphins into MetLife Stadium. Obviously not going to have anything to do with Mitchell Trubisky, but you might want to get in on the action involving Zach Wilson. Maybe you think Corey Davis is going to stay hot. Either way, make sure you go to prizepicks.com using the promo code PLAJ and get in on the action because it's a lot of fun and it's really easy. Here's how it works. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just you versus the projections available. You can do football, NFL, college football. You can do basketball, NBA, college basketball, NASCAR, UFC, whatever you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that simple. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, PrizePix will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's promo code PLAJ at prizepix.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. 
perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. They left plays on the field. Uh, Zach Wilson throws two interceptions. Um, you know, I think it just, yeah, it was two, right? Two, two. Um, so, two interceptions in the game. And, uh, you know, it was, it got a little, got a little bumpy there for a while. But, you know, the, the death Jets defense, you know, bail them out with four interceptions. Yes. And we were talking before we started, like, uh, I don't have the stats up in front of me, but they have, they have seven interceptions yes. or six. They have seven interceptions already. I think they have, right? they have six interceptions through four games. They had okay. seven all of last year. Yes. So, so, so the point is, right. There's a concept in statistics of, that you just blithely mentioned. So good for you called regression to the mean, right? Which is the idea that things don't stay at the outliers forever. They move back to the middle of that bell curve. And so, right. Just by nature of like having you know, that many interceptions all last year, um, you know, the Jets were going to be in a better place. But of course, it's also only aided when you add players like DJ Reed and when you add players like Sauce Gardner. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> we got to, so I, I want to talk about them, but there's there are other players that we certainly have to discuss uh, that we discuss mm. almost every week on this podcast. I will leave them for, for, uh, for a minute. But let's talk about the play from from DJ Reed and and Sauce Gardner mm. specifically. Um, you know, what did you see out of them yesterday during the game? Um, yeah. you know that kind of led to the game being the game that we actually saw. Yeah, those those guys, man. Like it's 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 gonna take a, it's gonna take a couple more weeks, and maybe it's not until the end of this season for the rest of the league and the kind of NFL world at large to take notice. But these two guys are friggin' fantastic together. Like I'm getting shades of Cromartie and Revis in some moments mm-hmm. where I go, Oh my gosh, these guys, these guys cover everything. Like, you know, George Pickens, a very physical, very gifted, you know, rookie wide receiver alongside Deontay Johnson. Again, another, you know, the Steelers, it feels like they always find their wide receivers. And we just, those two guys yesterday, like we're able to keep them completely shut down. I don't have the stats in front of me mm-hmm. either, but oh, I don't think sauce I, sauce had that one really great play breakup um which was very impressive um and i i don't think even on the other couple of targets that even went his way um that they were able to do much and so much like we went through for years and years with revis island like it changes how you can make a game plan um as an offensive coordinator and so if that third of the field feels like we can't do much or you know this guy's going to be locked up we got to go to our second and third reads all the time that only gives the defensive line another half second to get to the quarterback. It gives other players, you know, our safeties in, in, in particular, um, time mm-hmm. to adjust to the routes that are unfolding before them. Um, this is what, you know, competent, level, really good corner play looks like in the NFL. Um, man, I am, I'm, I'm, I love those two guys. Like after yeah. week one, I thought, man, DJ Reed, like if he, you know, that, that incredible pick and the stuff with his dad, like super meaningful for him, but, Felt like maybe that was just kind of like a flash in the pan, but that guy can play. Mm-hmm. Like he can really play corner. And if and if a top five, you know, you know, potential 
franchise corner is on the other side of the field, like it's just going to be tough um, for teams to throw on these guys. So um, that's not going to be every week. I think there's weeks we can look back to already the Cincinnati game and feel like, man, there were moments where they played well, but then there were moments where they let up a whole bunch of big plays as well. But um, I, I, I am, I am very encouraged by the play of our corners, which are helping our further defensive backs aforementioned safeties um, start to look like safeties. So Brian, yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling frisky about our secondary. I feel like we got something cooking. There's some sauce. Got There's some sauce, sauce in there. that. Yeah, the sauce is helping. Uh, yeah, the sauce is helping. You know, a a bland chicken chicken strip or whatever, right? That are the safeties. Uh, <laughs> but right. yeah, we'll get to safeties in a second. Just I was looking up the stats as you were talking. Um, Pittsburgh, in in the course of the game between Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky, they each had uh, 13 pass attempts. And definitely want to talk about the quarterbacks in a, on, on the Pittsburgh side in a minute. But um, so 26 pass attempts total between the two of them. I've never seen this stat before. The Jets defense had nine passes defensed on 26 attempts. Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't know what that is. Wow. But like to me, like that's crazy. And the crazy thing is, like you look around, there's one guy who had, you know, a number of passes defense. And that makes sense because he had. Uh, you know, he had some interceptions in the game. Uh, he had four, but everybody else mm-hmm. uh, who who contributed past defense: Jacob Barton, Jordan Whitehead, Sauce Gardner, uh, Michael Carter the second, and C.J. Mosley. They all uh, had one. The one guy who had four passes defensed, and I think an interception counts as a pass defense. Um, so oh, yeah. so that make that makes sense too. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he himself had two interceptions, Whitehead had one and Michael Carter had one. So, you know, so their passes defense are effectively interceptions, but, um, but yeah, I mean, what, what happened to LaMarcus Joyner? I think I texted you and Travis yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you Travis did. is, uh, is picking up a shift, uh, today. Someone didn't show up for work. So he's gotta, he's gotta, um, uh, get on the line. But, um, but I was like, who like, killed LaMarcus Joyner and stashed his body and is like playing in his in his uniform today because I don't know what I'm seeing I don't know what to make of what I'm seeing yeah two interceptions on the day he was the one I think it was on the what was the Carter two no it must have the Whitehead one I think on the Whitehead interception he was the one who broke up the pass that then got tipped and I think Whitehead was the one who who actually caught it but I mean he was playing on fire so I don't know if his they told him he's playing for his job or, you know, I don't know what happened, but I, yeah. I, do you have any thoughts I, or theories there? I got a, I got a great theory. Uh, so our, our little podcast here, uh, Brian, I, I think we're, I think we're getting some run in the, in the Jets, uh, in the Jets <laughs> locker room. And I think they heard me very specifically say, you got to earn the title of safety. Uh, and Lamarcus yeah. said, man, screw that. I want the S next to my name on my tops trading card. So um, my guy went out and he just balled yesterday. Like he, this was, this was something different. I don't know. I don't know if it's something specific to the way that the, that the Steelers, um, are, are, you know, running routes and, and route trees mm-hmm. against different safeties, things they've seen in previous weeks. I don't know if Jeff Ulbrich, uh, taking some heat this week for getting on Quinn and Williams fired up the entire defensive unit, but man, that guy mm-hmm. came out ready to go. He felt like, Felt like, and, I, and listen, just for the record, I don't think Ulbrich was trying to take a shot at Quinn and Williams, but um, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I, that was some inspired play by one Lamarcus Joyner, who for the week, for the week, I will refer to as a safety, and we'll go week by week and see if he keeps it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like Wesley from, um, 
uh, from Princess Bride, right? It's like, you know, we're not yes. going to, we're going we're going to, we're not going to kill you tonight, like, or kill you tomorrow, but like, you know, uh, so we'll, we'll call you a safety this week, but yeah, show up again next week and we'll, we'll see That's how right. it goes. Um, I'm trying to go back. Deontay Johnson, like the, uh, Pittsburgh's best receiver. Uh, now mm-hmm. George Pickens had a great day. Pat Fryermuth had a great day, but you know, historically Deontay Johnson is their alpha receiver. Uh, he had 11 yards on, on two catches yesterday. I'm yeah. trying to go back and see of games in which he played how, like when was the last time he had, you know, I don't know, under 20 yards. And I have to go back to. 2020 where he had one cat like one catch for six yards against the Ravens in November and I don't know I'm not looking to see if he was injured or whatever happened during that game but he has not had he has not posted like less than 20 yards in almost two years um and he did that against the Jets now there was a obviously a quarterback swap there that that I want to talk about um Josh, was it feeling a little bit like the Baker Mayfield game to you uh, mm. at the kind of in the third quarter going into the fourth quarter? Because it sure did to me. Um, yeah, what did you think about that? And and here's the one thing I will say: like I have been pretty dismissive of of Kenny Pickett. Um, I don't know what his career is going to look like over you know over the course of his you know entire career. Uh, but I don't know. He's a, he's gritty. Like he's definitely gritty. He's out there, you know, he's, uh, you know, kind of, he was, I don't know if you saw him, like he got clocked on one play, he did. got right back up and he was uh-huh. like, you know, talking with the the Jets uh, defensive lineman and just, you know, having a good time. He was, he was slapping his, you know, teammates on the helmet. And so like, I don't know, I'm maybe I'm traditional and I'm old fashioned, but that's the sort of leadership that I love to see from a quarterback position. And I feel like I see more preening out of the Jets, uh, young mm. quarterback. But um, but I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to dismiss anybody. I mean, Zach won no. the game yesterday. But like that to me, maybe that's kind of part of my bias against against Zach. But um, but I thought Kenny Pickett looked pretty good in the half that he played. He, uh, yeah. What, yeah. What did you see? He he. So he he went ten for thirteen, um, ten completions on thirteen attempts. And if you count the three interceptions by the Jets, he went 13 for 13. Yeah. Not one of his passes hit the ground, um, which <laughs> is an NFL record for he, – he did not have for a rookie pass yeah. drop. Yeah. Uh, you know, listen, I think he's obviously – he's coming in at halftime. Mitch did what – I think Mitch had less than 100 yards at halftime. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I – He's pretty uninspired. Yeah. I mean, they were going, you know, they were, you know, three and outs and punting and this whole thing. And to me, I was like, ah, it feels so nice to listen to somebody else boo their fans. Like, oh, it feels so good. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he's coming in at halftime. What's surprising to me, unless this was the plan, and I don't think it was the plan. I think maybe Tomlin and uh, is Matt Canada still there, offensive coordinator coordinator there? I'm I not believe sure, but, so. I haven't checked, like, but that's the last I heard. Yeah, yeah. So I I I don't know if this was the best way to set up Kenny Pickett to make his debut against a frisky yeah. secondary. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think those guys are unaware of what Sauce Gardner's been doing and what DJ Reed's been doing. Um, so I'm not sure if they felt like. Hey, we're we're kind of in this, and you know, if we get even even a little bit of offense out of our quarterback position, we might might be able to sneak this win and then um, build from that into next week. But um, man, to have have your rookie come in and throw three picks in one half is 
going to probably be a little bit deflating. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I didn't, I didn't love um, much of what I saw from Kenny Pickett, but I also don't think the Steelers are expecting him to be much better than a Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. right now. I don't think they were, you know, it's not like you're sitting on Andrew Luck for two or two or three games and then bring him in. Um, I think you're going from Mitch Trubisky to something that's, you know, there's not some weird cousin of Mitch Trubisky that no one's heard about. Uh, that's an Arrested Development reference for anybody listening. Um, you know, he's not some weird fruit um, that nobody knows about. Like he's, um, he's, he's, uh, he's fine. Like he's, he's an NFL backup quarterback, probably for his career, unless he takes off in a specific offense. But um, I, I'm in a group chat. I got a couple friends I've known for years and years, big Steeler fans who um, at halftime said it's looking like Kenny Pickett might come out um, and start the second wow. half. And they both good call. within two minutes. One of them said. Eh, okay. And the other one said, yeah, I guess it's fine. Like they weren't even, these guys were not, they're not sitting at home in their picket jerseys wondering where their guy right. is. Just waiting. Both, yeah. Waiting yeah. for Goodell. Yeah. Yeah. They're, not fine. Like that. they're like, yeah, let's see. You know, this is, it's the jets. We're probably not even as a Steeler team. We're probably not contending for a playoff position this year. So let's just see if TJ Watt's going to be out for a couple of months. Maybe that's our season's a little bit in the tank. Anyway, we might as well mm-hmm. get Kenny in there. See if we got something with him. Um, end of the game, texted them back as well. And they said, listen, you know, the, the, the passes that he was throwing were super safe anyway. Um, there wasn't a ton of originality and a lot of stuff that they were playing and doing with him. So it felt like let's just get him in and kind of have our 12 to 15 scripted plays that we think he can pull off and is comfortable with. And let's just see what he does. Um, so listen, to get a win is a win and a win on the road in the NFL is seems, feels like it's a, a win and a half is kind of the value mm-hmm. of it in my mind. So. Um, I feel I feel like if we're going to win, then let's win the game. But I also don't know that we were playing a a, a stellar stacked team um, at the same time. So um, yeah, it's fine. I'm glad we beat we beat the Steelers. And if Kenny Pickett ends up being the guy, um, then prove me wrong. But again, you can't argue with ten completions and three interceptions on thirteen attempts. So that's 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 some <laughs> otherworldly type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, George Pickens seems to be uh, you know m- maybe because they're both on the second team or something they had more chemistry there at, but he was going and or maybe it's just an arm strength thing or something but he was definitely finding George Pickens uh he was the one who did the most damage against uh against the Jets yesterday um and uh yeah I I was I was really impressed with their play but but overall I have to think that um that this this group uh you know he, Yes, that, that's the sort of game if you're trying to build and improve on a culture, Josh, right? Like you need to be winning those games. And so that's what they did. So, yeah, so I'm excited. Um, let, I know we got we to wrap up here really quick. Um, we're not brain experts, um, but the Jets play the Dolphins this coming week at MetLife Stadium. Mm. Um, any quick thoughts about uh, Teddy Bridgewater? Sure. I would... I would Totally. There's no world in which Tua plays this game, right? Like there's no world in which he plays. So they're going to be facing Teddy Bridgewater and company. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. And you know, legit, like I am, I I, I was watching the the game on Thursday and my initial thought was like that you you are a young, healthy man. Like you don't like, do not keep putting your body in this position with people around you Mm -hmm. that don't have your best interest at heart. Like I felt really bad for Tua even being out there and then, the thing with the hands and I mean, post game, yeah. them acting like, Oh, we're, there was a quote that came out from Mike McDaniel who said on the, on the, on the plane ride home, 
he sat with me and we watched McGruber and we were laughing. And I thought, yeah, nothing better for a concussion than pressurized cabin air, uh, a Will Forte <laughs> exploding comedy, screens. Yeah. And yeah, Will, 18, comedy 18 inches yeah. from your face and your and your head coach back slapping you as you're laughing and watching this movie oh, together. I thought like this truly cannot be how they're dealing with this. But yeah, listen, legit yeah. thoughts and prayers to Tua. I really do hope that guy um, is healthy, that his brain is okay, that in 30 years we're not sitting here going, man, I can't believe what happened to that guy and it was malpractice. But um, I, yeah, I, going back to the game, I, I feel man, I feel, fr- I feel frisky. I feel like I want to beat this team. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are going to give Sauce and DJ Reed all they can handle. Um, that's mm. going to be a fun, fun matchup to watch. Our, our corners against those wide receivers. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, again, I well, I may be higher on than most people, but I feel like that guy, that guy's a gamer. Um, he's going to come out. He's going to he's going to play within himself. He's not going to try to throw forty yard bombs. He's just going to try to make fifteen yard plays and let let those two guys run around like crazy. So massive challenge for our our young defense. Um, that should be a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Brian, before we leave, do you want to do a trivia question from the two thousands real quick? If you've got it, go for it. Uh, I don't, don't want to uh, keep you. you. I know you got, you got places to be. I got. I always got time for you. I t- pick right. a number between. This this will be from the decade of the two thousands. Okay. And this this I'm I'm making it. Um. I I took eight questions about the Dolphins Jets. Um. So I just need a number from you from one to eight. It's okay. going to be Jets and Dolphins two, related. Two for Zach Wilson because he's number two, two for Zach for Zach Milson. Yes. Let's let's ask the question. Uh. Okay. Here you go. The Monday Night Miracle occurred against the Dolphins in Week Eight of the two thousand NFL season. How many points were the Dolphins winning by prior to the start of the famous fourth quarter? Oh, my gosh. I want to say it was like 30, 32? No, 30, yeah, 33? I don't know. I can't remember. It's a little high. So the, the score, the score, you were close. <laughs> it was a miracle. The, it was a miracle. For our younger listeners, just contextualize this. The Jets were losing – 30 to seven. So they're down by 23 points prior to the start of the fourth quarter. Friends, we came back and tied that game and then won it in overtime. So a 30 to seven oh. deficit, 23 points. And then we came back and won. Uh, my goodness, I remember okay. it like yeah. the back of my hand. It was one of the five best Jets, Jets games of my life. That was so fun. To watch. Uh, I, I first three quarters, not fun. I'll, I'll not fully fun. admit, I had turned it off. I was like, I'm done with this. And then someone's like, you got to turn it back on. I was like, what? what? What's happening? <laughs> I, listen, that's a Twitterless world where we had no idea what was happening. So you'd have to flip that's back right. and just see the score. And if it was forty to seven, you try to quickly turn it off, and they just started coming back. And man, exactly. that so fun! Thirty to seven. Let's hope we get another Jets victory Monday next week. Yes, love it, love it. All right, uh, sir. Thank you. I know you got places to be. Um, uh, no news yet on Max Mitchell. We'll hope for the best, but no knowing how long he might be out. He's been a great addition to the team. We hope he makes it back this weekend. But again, just like with Tua, I hope the team does not force him into a situation where he's going to, you know, exacerbate things or make things worse. So, um, (laughs) the Jets offensive line is already Swiss cheese. So it's, you know, just another hole in the, in the Swiss cheese offensive line. But, uh, anyway, thanks to you. Uh, thanks to Travis, even though he couldn't be here. Thanks to you, um, listeners. We appreciate you so much. Have a great week. We will see you next week after the Dolphins. Bye-bye. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. 
creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.